Hey, Fro. Mm-hmm. How many mice does it take to screw in a light bulb? Uh, nine. No, two, but it's kind of cramped. This week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about news from the week, Hell in the Cell results, defooing, round three of Torture Luke with TV, Inferno, and Westworld, episode five. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. gentlemen and welcome to this special podcast of another digital citizen episode 56 and i know it's episode 56 because it says so on my run sheet <laughs> hello look i don't want to i don't want to be doing the gimmick where we don't remember the episode number every time so we'll put it on the run sheet and then we'll remember yeah, yeah. hi everybody hi pro hi tell hey. hi Tilly. Hey, Hello. Hello. Hola. So, um, today we are going to talk uh, a lot about uh, the clock. What time is it uh, there, Tilly? It's 6.07pm here. Yeah, it's 7.07 here. What's the time there, Luluk? It's 11.07 in the morning. And here's the problem. You and me, Tilly, we have turned our clock backwards. We have. We have. So, when Luke were thinking about this, we everybody, including me, thought that we were doing the podcast one hour earlier. At least in America. Right. Yes. Because you guys have daylight savings. But yeah. we were incredibly wrong because it was the exact opposite. <laughs> yes. And we are incredibly incredibly stupid because we don't understand the f- f- fragment of time we should yeah, and if we would have thought checked. about it for like two seconds we probably would have figured it out but we didn't so no we didn't so instead like luke called men and and i was in front of the computer and he's like yeah i'm ready to start and i was like it's really early <laughs> <laughs> like mega early Yes. Oops. Two two hours early. <laughs> and it's of... early in the morning for me, so I woke up early to do this. But oh, whatever, I got some good sleep <laughs> last night. I did. I, I walk, took a little walk this morning, so I'm, I'm hyped up, ready for the show. Hey. Yay! It's all. At least you know we've got 
extra time. We're not going to be running into 11 o'clock. No. Kind of, to, for you for even later. And the podcast really <laughs> today. <laughs> today is going to be a special podcast. Uh, so it's the week before the election. Next time uh, we have a podcast, we have a new president of the United States, hopefully. Ah! <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I was going to uh, say that's exciting, the world. except it's kind of not exciting at all. So there's that. Well, it, well, it is exciting, especially with the news coming out this week that uh, just after we ended uh, last week's podcast, uh, oh, the FBI is opening their case against Hillary Clinton again. Yay! That's not actually true. What you just said is not true. So um, what they true? found emails pertaining to the Hillary investigation. They did not open reopen the investigation, um, and they have not released any of said emails. Uh, but so they, they just found something. All they did, all they did was um, come out and say we found something, and uh, just to let people know that that that's what's happening. Um, because it's such a high profile, high profile case, right? Really? So is yeah. it just them just being like, oh, well, um, we have we've found something. It's you know we can't well, release they anymore. More than likely, would not just come out and do this for no reason. Um, yeah. More, they probably found something in these Anthony Weiner emails that <laughs> pertain to. Yes, his name is Weiner. And, he's saying yeah, it. and he's kind of a wiener. Um, but because his ex-wife is Hillary Clinton's number two, more than likely they pertain to uh, those two uh, talking to maybe Anthony Weiner talking to Huma Abedin about Hillary Clinton. That would be pertaining to, to Hillary Clinton case if what they were talking about was to do with the Hillary Clinton case. So everybody out there saying uh that they reopened not true uh, everybody out there saying that this has nothing to do with hillary and that sh- we shouldn't even be paying attention to it not true so um we really don't know uh the media has made a big deal out of it uh because well my guess is that they don't want to co- cover any of the things that we're covering in the news this week so <laughs> yeah we should do like a news that we don't know segment <laughs> <laughs> Here's what we don't know this week. There's like, been people like, hinting about this. There's been a clue like on Jer- this. Jeremy and me, and we were talking last last night, and he was like, "Well, you should stop, start uh, doing sports uh, news." And I was like, "Nobody in the podcast <laughs> cares about sports. Like, yeah, we like wrestling. <laughs> we don't like... care about sports. <laughs> I like, don't watch yeah. any sports. Yeah, yeah, besides wrestling and like... MMA." Covered yeah. in uh, the World Series uh, of of baseball, and I was like, World Series of baseball. <laughs> sorry, I thought, sorry, sorry. Sport, sport <laughs> happened. Um, I will say that uh, the podcast will take a break during the week. It's uh, 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 chess on TV because we are coming really near. Uh, no, we, we won't take a break, but but uh, we are coming really near to the World Series of Chess. I am looking tremendously forward to that. Uh, we will. I almost cover added that. that. 
I almost added that to our news, but there was a little bit bigger uh, Norway news than the uh, big chess match coming up between the bigger Russian and the chess. Norwegian. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger than chess. Can you believe that? Delicious. No, there is nothing uh-huh. bigger than chess. No. <laughs> like Russia. That's what Dear Russia, Russia is. Dear Russia. <clears throat> Hello, this is Fro. I'm from Norway. I don't support uh, you say uh, bringing troops there. Can you please stop threatening us, please? Thanks, dear signed Fro. Yeah. It yeah. sounded like you said that the Russians were bringing troops there. That's that's not true. No. But, uh, <laughs> um, America is bringing troops there, which we talked about last week. Yeah, and now <laughs> the Russia is officially threatening Norway. Which is, this makes me, I kind of look at it like a child, the way that you deal with a child is you have a naughty step or whatever. And the child is only scared of the naughty step if they know they're going to be naughty. (laughs) And this is sort of like, we're not, nobody's attacking you, but if you, if you, you know, don't stop it, we're (laughs) going to defend things and we've got friends that are right next to you. So, you know, naughty steps following you around. I've told your auntie about it. Your dad knows about it. (laughs) (laughs) I I see it a bit like that. Stand on the step. Stand on the step. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it's a last resort. You don't want them to have to sit on the step, but Uh, it's there if it needs to be. Okay, who who is America and who is Russia in this analogy? I'm completely (laughs) Russia is the child (laughs) and America is the teenage parent. Okay. Like, you know, 15-year-old girl. <laughs> I know I'm going to do this. So there's loads of naughty steps everywhere. You're surrounded by naughty steps. Don't misbehave. <laughs> so what happened uh, in the actual story, if we're going to get into that so people can understand this analogy, uh, America is going to send 330 Marines to a base in Norway. And uh, we talked about this last week on the show. They're going to do it in January. Uh, Russia has come back, and uh, the Russian Defense and Security Committee chairman has said, uh, he said, we need to react against definite uh, military threats, and and we have things to react to. I might as well tell it as it is. We have never before had Norway on the list of targets for our strategic weapons, but it, if this develops, Norway's population will suffer. That's what they said. Yeah! So it's not really a, much of a joking matter, because we're no. literally in a war right now that nobody is talking about. We're li- we are at war right now, uh, multiple countries, and nobody is talking about it in the news at all. Why, America? Why? Why are you... Well, it's not just them I was going to say, let's go to our next uh, story in the news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, this is my little island, (laughs) I guess. Um, There are RAF typhoons um, going over to Romania uh, for four months with 800 personnel will be sent with armoured support to Estonia. Um, it's 150 more than planned. And, yeah, our 
British government to, um, yeah, we're we're doing our bit, like sort of that side of things. In, yeah, you're getting like right Latvia up on the border and, of Russia too with all your weapons. Yeah, and people, it's just a different so. border, isn't it? So we've got, right. we, we, yeah, we're we're waging in as well. <laughs> ah, I, it's like getting a little off for real. Yeah, like I said, we're at a war. We're in a war, a non-declared war, apparently, right now. Uh, just if you look at what's happening in the world as far as military politics. Um, and nobody seems to be talking about it because they're all talking about the FBI thing. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Little interesting thing I found out this week. Uh, we have a lot of Japanese listeners. So, hi, everybody in Japan. Um, yeah. That's really cool. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Did not know that until this week. It kind of has bumped up over the last few weeks. But um, don't go uh, sending your troops towards Russia. And we'll, uh, maybe we'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to corner. It's like cornering a raccoon, you know. It's bound to strike back if you corner it. So Yeah. Somebody's going to get hurt. Exactly. And we don't want anybody to get hurt. That's I don't want to a really stand big thing. on the step. I really don't want to stand on the step. No, me either. I don't want to be involved in putting anybody on the step or under the no, step. And we should point out, we don't support Russia uh, because no. they don't, well, Vladimir Putin is an insane person no, 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 and no. They don't ha their politics are horrible and uh, it's a horrible oligarchy. But we don't support war either. So, no. against war. War! Huh. What is it good for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing! nothing. Yes, love that song. Unless you're right. making lots of money from it because you're making all the weapons and things, yeah. and gaining things from it, yeah. and all the other reasons for war. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it. Oh, it has been for years. We've been uh, in this. We've been at. This is World War Three. We've been living in for since just before nine eleven. <laughs> I don't know if it's been that long, it. but yeah. <laughs> well, I did it. That was the. I was watching 9/11 on telly, and my brother rang his friend and was like, "World War Three is kicking off right now," and from then on, it was in the news. There was bits about war really regularly that we were involved right. with our troops and things. Uh, well, that might have been the Iraq War, but yes, yeah. I understand what you're saying. It all kind of culminated, and then, uh, but the, I mean. It all culminated with terrorists in Syria, and that's where this is all. Uh, at least a lot of the um, the reasoning the, that people are giving behind it is Syria and whatnot. Like we've talked about, uh, putting a no-fly zone in Syria would be a serious thing if if America did that. That would be kind of cementing this whole thing. But um, right now, we're. I mean, like I said, we're sending hundreds and hundreds of tr troops towards Russia. So that's happening right now. Uh, but here in Oregon, uh, another thing we've covered in the past, if you guys remember this, the whole standoff at Mulhere yeah. Reservation uh, that we covered months and months and months ago. The trial finally got finished this week, and uh, Amon Bundy, the leader, and six others who were uh, the main people at the standoff, they all got away. They all got acquitted. Nobody charged. Why? Why were they? Yeah. So, what were they standing off about, for one? Because I, re I remember the story. I remember them being there for ages, but I can't remember. I was going to say we covered it for like two months straight on the show. Uh, but they were there. Um, 
because they said that the government was stealing uh, the people's land and that yeah. they were taking this over for the people. These um, were some crazy Mormons um, who they believe that basically they're uh, against any kind of government um, intervention. They don't. They're kind of Tea Partiers, but more like Mormons. It's I don't know how to describe it other than that. They <laughs> a Mormon Tea Party. <laughs> yes, the Mormon Tea Party. Uh, but they, we've talked about this for weeks and weeks uh, a while ago on the show, but um, they were standing off against police with guns and they had taken over a government building and it ended up with them, one person being shot and killed in uh, after they were trying to get away in a stolen government vehicle uh, or at least they were trying to go somewhere. Yeah, so the police killed a guy and now all the people who were doing it, none of them are guilty. So probably be, they probably are kind of linked. Like, well, we killed your mate, so uh, you can go. Yeah, it, all in all, it's kind of ridiculous. People in Oregon are not super happy about it because um, it's it it's just it it's just ridiculous that you could get away with this without. Um, any kind of consequences, so. Right. They not even get a fine or anything for the... They'll have to go and clean it. I mean, <laughs> we said this a lot at the time, and we talked about it, how the police never tried to storm this place. They never tried to go in and, like, take these people out. But if you look in North Dakota right now, there are massive tanks and uh, people, uh, uh, police with... Uh, military gear and weapons uh, going against Native Americans who are trying to protect their own land. So, um, Yes, that's, go look at our Facebook page because I've posted a lot on about it on there. Uh, it's a it's a big story in America that, again, no nobody's talking about on the news. So. Yeah, nobody cares. It's happening right. enough. Really so back, should. Yeah, so uh, back to the election. Uh, CNN, uh, Clinton News Network, as uh, uh, Luke calls it. A lot of people call it. I didn't coin that term, but yes. Uh, they fired Donna Brasil. I think her uh, last name is so cool. Uh, yeah. uh, for giving debate questions to Hillary. Or did she? Yes, she did. There's proof of it. Uh, she gave multiple questions to Hillary. And in one of the emails from WikiLinks, it even says uh, she gives them one of the questions and this says, if I can get more, I'll get them to you. Um, and this is the continuous uh, WikiLeaks uh, John Podesta emails that we've talked about in the past. Um, they're still coming out. Like we said, there was 50,000 of them. I think they're on... Um, uh, dump n- number 25, I believe, as of now, unless another one's come out that I didn't know about. Uh, and they're just continuously re- revealing more and more information. Uh, Donna Brazil, besides working for CNN, was the vice chairman of the DNC underneath uh, our good friend Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who ended up getting fired for the Guccifer emails. She was fired from the DNC, and Donna Brazil became the interim head of the DNC, and she is currently the interim head of the DNC. So, 
Oh, did she? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. We got to go with the the Russia. Uh, Russia did it. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's Russia. Okay. Yes. Yep, Russia did it. Putin. It's it's a little like uh, that song from South Park. Blame Canada. <laughs> Just blame <laughs> right. blame Russia instead. <laughs> Just yeah, do it quietly. Quiet as catchy as a tune. But yes, it, it, yeah, pretty much. Blame uh, Russia. Blame Russia. Uh, go and look up Donna Brazil denies uh, leaking debate questions, uh, maybe on YouTube. And there's a great video out there of a reporter asking her about it. And she says, uh, well, those were stolen by Russia. And he says, yes, but what about the these? What about leaking questions? What about uh, what do you have to say about that? And she said, I don't have anything to say about that. Those were leaked by Russia. So <laughs> did they? this was before That's the brilliant. newest. This was before the newest leak, uh, which uh, because one leak came out and it showed that she had given questions and then another one came out and showed that she had given more questions. CNN didn't fire the first time. They fired her the second time. So, Or did they? I believe <laughs> no, actually they they, it was kind of a mutual thing. Uh, I don't know if they actually fired her, but they said that they were incredibly disturbed by what they saw in the emails. CNN did so. Or did they? Okay, I am going to stop. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of strange. I mean, well, uh, it's not really that strange if she was in that position. No. Well, like, it's just strange that she did it in the first place. The the strange part. Uh, I mean, let's think about this. What it, what have we been talking about for months and months and months? Uh, coming up to the election uh, probably that people called me a conspiracy theorist over and over again about that the DNC was colluding with Clinton and, against Bernie Sanders and now we have proof so we, <laughs> Jeremy. and there's more and more proof coming out more and more proof so there you go <coughs> Jeremy um, I have a Jeremy cough this evening I don't know where, where it comes from <laughs> well, I'd assume it comes from Jeremy. <laughs> Maybe, but yeah. Who else uh, would you uh, catch it off? Um, who knows? Uh, but uh, but it's 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 true. Uh, it's kind of strange because, like, I I know I know I know Luke, and some of the posts on on our uh, podcast I really wanted to like comment on. And I think it's kind of silly calling uh, Luke a conspiracy theorist. I don't agree with everything he says, but I don't think you are a conspiracy theorist at all. If you no. want to look into a conspiracy theorist, you you could look into Alex Jones or something like that. But but I mean the things that I say. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. The stuff that I say, it's all backed up by things. Uh, I don't just look at one news source. I don't go to one news source and go, oh, okay. That I read everything from the most right-wing uh, conservative stuff to, all the way to the Young Turks and Democracy Now! and everything in between. Uh, and I find... Uh, I, I look at... I can see things happening, and uh, <laughs> and then I say what I see happening, and when they come true... Uh, that's when people stop calling you a conspiracy theorist. Up until that point, when it's true, 
So uh, yeah, you just right, right now judgment. I'm, right, exactly. Right now I'm sitting here going, look at all these troops heading towards Russia. It seems like uh, Hillary wants us to go to war because every time she gets a chance to, she talks about how horrible Russia is. Right. Uh, is it a conspiracy theory, or am I just using my judgment and going, look at what's happening here? Um, I think this is going to happen. And then when we're at war with Russia, are you still going to call me a conspiracy theorist? Probably not. So. And I, I mean, uh, also the talk about like uh, you not uh, being uh, in your right mind voting for Jill uh, uh, Stein. Because that could make Trump come into power. I mean, there's so much talk about this third uh, party candidates. And and you voting for Jill Stein will not make Trump come into power. I'll give you one reason, and it's really simple, why a vote for Jill Stein is not a vote for Donald Trump. Because if there wasn't a Jill Stein and there was just Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, I wouldn't vote. So my vote isn't being taken away from anybody. My vote isn't uh, going to anybody, uh, either one of them, because if I didn't have a third party to vote for, I wouldn't vote at all. So there you go. Yeah, and I I find that kind of criticism of you uh, really unfair. And I wanted to say I don't that. mind it. I'm so used I to it. I know you don't yeah. mind it, but I mind it because I I know you and you're my friend. And when right. my friend is, is being uh, uh, attacked, like I feel you have been, especially this week, I don't like watching that. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, like, I understand that. And um, it's almost over. I don't know. <laughs> We've only got... <laughs> Six days left, right? So it's almost over. Uh, we are uh, going to tell you now that we are going to do a special. We don't know exactly what we are going to do. You will, but you will get an extra episode. Uh, uh, At least a little short, short yes. thing about yeah. Once once the election results come out, we'll bust out like a little small thing, whatever we can get out, and then we'll do a show the next day. So yes. It may just be, stay indoors, stay indoors, do not go <laughs> <Right>. out, <laughs> barrier I mean, everything. It, it, it could be that, that bad. I mean, my biggest fear isn't uh, Trump winning. My biggest right. fear isn't Hillary winning anymore either. My, my biggest fear is the aftermath. Like, I, I, I'm, from I'm either at, side, no matter who wins. From right. either side. From either side, I don't. Uh, I like. I'm at the point where, of course, I want Hillary to win the election, and I think she's going to win the election. But uh, uh, like for me, it's choosing like between pest and cholera. And if if I could vote, I would vote for Vernon Supreme that I found this week. Like <laughs> that. That is mo- maybe the most sane thing to do. And this election is voting for somebody that's insane. Like, I... I, I, Well, well, then you could vote for Trump. could be that. (laughs) That is the great thing about America and and at least our democracy, which some people would disagree with that. But um, even on my ballot, even though there's the four choices right under that, there's the write-in. So you could write in whoever you want um, if you wanted to. And we had some news about that today. 
Uh, can we bring that up? Is that okay? I, sure. I don't know what you're talking about, but go ahead. Uh, I'm talking about one of the uh, presidential candidates uh, came out today, and uh, it was Courage. Do you remember him? I don't have Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like I don't know what, uh, who you're talking about. I think it's Kirk or Kirk or uh, one of the the presidential candidates uh, came out today. Sounds like you're saying Katie Couric. So yeah. I'm, I'm still confused. Oh, yeah, not uh, uh, one of the presidential candidates came out today and said that uh, he wrote in uh, John McCain. No joke. Okay. Uh, the one from Ohio, I want to say. Like Alderman, he was the one that everybody thought was going to 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 win uh, uh, over Hillary. I have no idea. I'm trying to find in the news that a uh, news source that uh, I'm looking for it. Uh, can you pause? Kasich. Kasich. John Kasich. John Kasich. Thanks. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, I yeah. All right. John Kasich came out today. I don't really think anybody gives a crap what John Kasich has to say, to be honest. That's why we all yeah. remember his name so well. <laughs> but remember it, Martin O'Malley and him being a robot? Remember that? That was fun at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, John Kasich uh, uh, voted today, and uh, he came out. It's kind of big news because... Uh, uh, he because he's uh, a Republican. He's a Republican, and also because he signed, uh, <clears throat> sorry, uh, he signed a document that he would support uh, either Nominee. candidate. Yeah, uh, yeah, which everybody in the Republican side did, and a lot of them ended up not doing. Uh, so yeah. So so now now he he came out. Uh, and said that he write in for McCain. That's interesting. I find uh, it yeah, interesting, at least. Yeah, it's more of like a protest vote than anything. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, I mean, I'm voting for Jill Stein. Hopefully we'll get 5% uh, uh, in this election. And uh, it, once you get to 5% of a third party, then uh, that party next election will get government funding, which we didn't hey. get this year in the Green Party. Nice. So if we're able to get that, uh, that's that's the goal. There's no no goal for Jill Stein to win, really. It's to get 5% ah. so we can get money uh, for the for the election in four it's, years. So. It's the foot in the door, isn't it? Or the right, big exactly. toe in the door. <laughs> and what's the name of the candidate that everybody thinks is going to win Salt Lake City? Have you heard of him? But uh, everybody... Paul says he's Gary going Johnson? to win. I, I don't know. No, I, no. I'm not in Salt Lake City, so I don't know yeah, Salt they, Lake City politics. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's another candidate that everybody says is going to win Salt Lake City, actually. Well, he's probably uh, a Mormon, my guess. Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, if you want to email us uh, or talk shit to us on our Facebook uh, group, you're more than welcome to do that. I promise you, I will not delete your post. I, uh, you can t tell us to go and fuck yourself with uh, flaming irons, and I will not delete your post. 
Well, don't give yeah, them ideas. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people telling me that. <laughs> tell okay. them that. Don't tell me that. Tiller will be nice to me. Yeah, Tiller will cry. (laughs) No, I just cry at them. You just get pictures of my face all scrunched up in its crying face. I've been trying to post like uh, a little something, maybe every day or at least like uh, five or six days uh, out of the week, so that there is kind of a continuous flow of stuff. So feel free to you know um, chime in about anything, like Fro said. And there has been some interesting discussions on the, the Facebook this week. Oh my god. <clears throat> uh, we love you, Jeremy. We do. Um, so, um, it actually gained us in Facebook subscribers. Uh, it did. So that's, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, if you want to email us, you can do that. Writing to anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com Another digital citizen at gmail.com. Please sign us up for spam so we at least get something. We are too lazy to do, to do it, so yeah, we just just some correspondence. Yeah, we don't, something. You know, it's my birthday um, soon. You could start sending birthday wishes. <laughs> whose birthday? Well, it's not that soon, but it's my birthday relatively soon. I'm planning. Ah. When is your birthday? Uh, my birthday is December the 11th, but I'll be 30, so it's a, hmm. it's a big one. I need to write that down, and I need to buy you something then. Hmm. Or get some work in the UK and come and see me. Somebody over here, get employ Fro <laughs> in the UK hmm. over that, that weekend. Hmm. Maybe I will cry on my daddy's shoulders and say, Dad, I need money to go to the UK. Hi, Dad. Dad. Hey, Dad. I know you're listening. (laughs) Give me money to go to the UK or I will cry fake tears. Don't cry fake tears. Surely that'd hurt. (laughs) <laughs> They're not salty. They're ah! made of rubber. Just tearing out of your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Bouncing off the floor. <laughs> hey, talking about election, guess who's going to tell us the truth about that? Uh, Donald Trump. No. Is it Even Trump worse. tells the truth? <laughs> Trump tells the truth. Pee wee, pee wee Herman. Pee wee Herman. Yes. And now we're going to have a new segment. PV Herman tells the truth. This is Tron where Tron tells the truth. I'm tired. I'm tired of repeating myself. I'm tired of saying things twice, third time, fourth time, five times, six times. Yes, I'm tired of saying things dozens of times. This year, I have to repeat myself. Of course, this fucking election in the United States is driving me fucking insane. Yes, it's driving everyone insane. Even Norwegians, who is very calm, is being driven insane, 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 insane. I even can't pronounce the word right anymore because I'm fucking tired. Everything I do is consumed by that fucking election. We can't talk about the environment, no, because Trump says something fucking stupid. We cannot talk about, well... Climate change, well, I repeat that. We can talk about cannabis because Hillary is doing something stupid. Well, we all do something stupid all the time. But I have 
I'm going to repeat myself again. If people on the left in the United States say that both candidates are both scandalous, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you, and fuck you so fucking very much. If you sit home this election because you think that Hillary is twice as bad as Trump or no, it's, it's just the same, you are not taking responsibility. Taking responsibility in life can sometimes be difficult. Because you always, a lot of people, idealists, think that it's always very easy to choose. They think it's a choose between good and evil, between good and bad, between perfect and not perfect. But the world isn't like that. And you even left in the United States, you're so fucking stupid that you don't see that again. It's a slogan says that Democrats fall in love and Republicans fall in line. That's true. Because sometimes Republicans know when to swallow and back down. That's, that's because they always win. That's why 80% of the United States want gun control. But the NRA and Republicans are still winning. That's why. Because you on the left think like, if I cannot get everything I want, at first, if I not can get Bernie Sanders, I want nothing. Well, I'm going to tell you something very, very clear. I, I told you this before. You will have no friends left in the world. Because we, nothing, nobody, nobody going to really fucking take you seriously anymore. This is the 30s. Again. This is the 30s where people thought like, yeah, we can back this down. No, we can't take the second best. No, maybe let them, those stupid fascists, let to see what they can do. We didn't vote for them, so it's not our responsibility. Well, we saw good that went, didn't we? How many people died? Yeah, how many people died? 50 million in a fucking war. Concentration camps, concentration, things you Americans never have experienced and never will experience. Never. You're still whining on that little bitchy civil war in the 1800s. Yeah. Come to Europe, my friend, and go to our history museums and watch what that contains. You will be fucking shocked. But you don't get it. You'll never get it, and you'll never get it at all. This is Trump. Trump tells the truth. Still fucking angry. And if I see Donald Trump win 9th of November, I'm not going to be mad at the right in the United States. I'm going to be very angry at you at the left who didn't get a head out of your fucking asshole you fucking sons of bitches this was Tron with Tron the tooth have a fucking good election so TV round have you watched anything on TV this week Luke uh yeah I watched some good stuff this week actually um uh Trailer Park Boys new show out it's called yeah. Out of the Park Out of the Park yeah I watched it as well what? Oh, How did really? I, I thought that? you hated Trailer Park Boys, bro. I I don't hate it. I dislike it. Oh, but you watch it anyways. <laughs> I but did did you watch the episode in Norway then? Yes, of course. Yeah. Very cool. They were in England as well. It's kind of, it's them and they go uh, to Europe. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's not it's a totally different show from the Trailer Park show. Completely so different. Season, yeah, season 1 of a new show. So, um Kind of a spin-off. But... And guess what? Look. What? I fucking loved it. Oh. It is oh. fun. I, I don't think it's as fun as 
original Trailer Park Boys, but um, it has some good characters and some funny gags. So Yeah, and the Norway stuff was fun for me, especially. Yeah, and I watched um, The Great Indoors with Joel McHale this week uh, mm-hmm. and Stephen Fry, which was a pretty Ooh. good show. Uh, it's... I don't know. There's some bad things about it that uh, some there people are some find bad funny. things about it. Yeah. <laughs> there really are some bad things. But about Stephen it. Fry is hilarious in it, uh, yeah. especially with the little. He has a at one point he has a baby uh, b- uh, brown bear. It's very very funny. Um, and then I saw the show called People of Earth. Did you guys see this this week? No. It's a new show and it has a lot of really good actors in it. Um, a lot of people from television, uh, American television. But it's about a reporter who goes to um, interview uh, alien abduct- abduction support group. And he gets involved <laughs> with these people. Uh, right. First two episodes were out this week and it's really good. So is check it, it out. Uh, is it fake? Uh, it's Yeah, it's a comedy. Okay. Not, uh, yeah, it's not, yeah. Not super serious. Yeah, no, it has some people from, like, The Office in it. Uh, it has, uh, some people from, like, Saturday Night Live. So there's a lot of good, uh, actors and actresses in it. Yeah. What else have you watched on TV this week? (laughs) He said knowingly. (laughs) Oh, well, we'll get into that in a second. You guys do your TV round. Have you seen something bad, maybe? Uh, what have you watched on this uh, week, uh, Fro? Uh, do you know what? I watched uh, a lot of things, uh, but uh, I I watched uh, something that I never ever heard about. Your pretty face is going to hell. Uh, I keep seeing that popping up. What the hell is it? It is extremely strange, and I find it funny. It's a comedy series about this guy that uh, lives, uh, that is a demon that lives in hell. And <laughs> we follow him on his uh, day-to-day work in hell, torturing people and, yeah. Huh, interesting. It's, it's comedy. A, yeah, it's a, it's a fun, I like season two better than I like season one. It's kind of strange. Uh, season one is like, I think it's, uh, let's see, it's uh, six episodes, yes. Um, season two is a little longer because they got su- successful and it's 12 episodes. Uh, so now I'm watching season two and I, I'm on the fifth episode. I really like it. I think it's kind of funny. Timeless, I watched this week, uh, really good, and the uh, documentary now uh, is always fun. Uh, it's such a good spoof of, of documentaries, and uh, I mean, uh, it's people that I think both of you uh, recognize uh, and are really good people. What are their names again? Uh, it's uh, it's with Fred Emerson and Bill Hader. Okay. So I know them. neither of those people. So that's yeah, I, think, I, I know the name. Yeah, you do. Okay. Uh, I'll look it up then. 
Fred Emerson is for Portlandia. That's why I didn't know his name. So I oh, that. Fred Armiston. Yeah, sorry. Okay, Arm. there you go. That's why. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, he's from Portlandia. Her Helen uh, Mirren's in it. Yes, she she's uh, she's in every episode. <gasps> she's doing That's cool. Intro. Yeah, and I've Bill definitely Hader. seen Bill Hader before. Yeah, I've seen Bill, Bill Hader in in many things like South Park. Uh, he's he's uh, always a sound. Uh, he's a voice in, uh, but in he's in Bob's Burger. He plays uh, uh, Mickey, our big um, and big Bob uh, Belcher. So, and I love him. And it's such a fun spoof on documentary. So, as you know, I love documentaries. So, when there's a spoof about documentaries, I <laughs> I had to watch it. What have you watched on TV this week, Tilly? Um, amongst my normal Jeremy Kyle, Judge Rinder, and things, um, this week's QI I wanted to talk about because yeah. have, have you watched it? Yes. It was so Norway heavy. Yes, it was. <laughs> like really everything, they just kept bringing up Norway and Norway and Norway all the time. Yeah. And I'm loving Sandy Toxvig. Yeah. Like it's the second episode I think with her, or the yeah. second or third. Um, and she's she's fitting right in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I watched South Park. Um, that was really Norway heavy as well. What's going yeah. on? Ev- Norway is everywhere right now. That was Dan- right. Denmark, yeah. but it's okay. No, 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 no. They were talking. They went on about Norway. South Park now. The- yes, they were. The Danes were saying about Norway because it was the Danish people. Who were, oh no, no, Norway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but yeah, not heavy. But Q and I was. Well, really after watching QI, then all of a sudden it's in South Park as well. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it was in Trailer Park Boys this week, so and that was a yep. whole episode. Uh, yeah, which, and I missed when they got arre- that they got arrested happened. in that episode, and I actually wanted them to go to jail so they could show how nice the jails were yeah. there. But uh, I agree. I agree. But hey, you have watched something really, 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 really bad this week, Luke. I did. Glee, the Rocky Horror Picture Show episode, which Fro last week told me was episode two, uh, uh, season two, episode 27, yep. which is not correct. Uh, there <laughs> is no episode two, ep- season two, episode 27. Uh, is not really sure where you got that at all, but uh, season two, episode <laughs> five. Yeah. Uh, and I had never seen Glee before, uh, ever. I'd never watched a whole episode. Lucky uh, man. <laughs> So I went into this and Fro had told me uh, that it was a musical, which it is not. It, it, They sing in it, but they don't sing in the way a musical would where they are singing everything they're doing. Right. The way Glee is, they're singing as part of the story, uh, which is a bit different than a musical. But it is that based on a musical because Rocky Horror Picture is a musical. So. But there's still a lot of singing in it uh, and whatnot. Uh, so of course you love it. This episode, uh, ha- the side story, I guess, uh, I'm not sure if this is through the whole series or not, but the side story in this one is the two teachers. Uh, the one teacher really uh, is in love with the female teacher, but the female teacher has a boyfriend played by John Stamos, 
So if that adds to the acting cred of the show, John Stamos mm-hmm. acting. Acting. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he has a, a singing part in this, of course. And um, yeah, that's kind of the side story. Besides that, the reason they're doing Rocky Horror Picture is because the teacher wants to impress the female teacher. Yeah. And uh, the female teacher really likes Rocky Horror. That's and the why, gist why? of this episode. Um, tell, me, tell me why I watched this with you. Because I I also watched this this week. And it's... Yeah, it's atrocious. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, wait. Did you? Why did you watch it? You'd seen it before, right? Or you'd never no. seen it before? No. Oh, you had never even seen it, and then you picked it. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, why would I see yeah. it? Well, I you just when you started your sentence, you said, "Why did I see it this week?" And I I was oh, waiting for you yeah. to tell us why you saw it this week. But uh, uh, why did I see it this week? Was but the, the reason question. you saw it because you'd never seen it before. That, yeah. that, that makes sense. Um. So yeah, this uh, the acting in this is uh, it is soap opera. On the level of a soap opera. Bad. It is a little um, like this. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Taylor? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to act something to you. Nah. Okay. <clears throat> Russia is attacking us. It's really going to be so really, really scary. I'm scared, Taylor. Oh my god. I'm scared too. What are we going to do? <laughs> and then you you got to turn like it, it, they it, some of them uh it's like they're in a stage play even yes. though they're on a TV show so in yes. the middle they'll be talking and they'll do like the turn and look up into the corner of the room uh. while they're talking and it's like that's what you do in a play not on a TV show but whatever mm-hmm. um overall I don't think this show is as bad as Clippers Dance Squad uh Clippers Dance Squad is terrible. This is also terrible. Clippers Dance Squad, I gave an 8.5. This, I gave an 8. So, they're okay. pretty close to each other. But, I'm by that. But this, uh, I don't think it was as terrible. The people, what? like the, yeah, I think that's what it is. Clippers horrible on a person level. Where this was like, it was a little actually upbeat. And like the storyline between the two, uh, the love story, kind of like not not interesting, but at least it was a story. Whereas Clippers Dance Squad <laughs> didn't have one of those. And um, it's a good the one, uh, the one character that I did kind of enjoy was the, I don't know if she's the basketball coach, PE teacher, whoever this is. She's kind of an interesting character in the show. So still what overall she like? horrible. She's a uh, blonde, short-haired, and uh, she yeah, always wears a tra- track suit. Right. Yeah, she's in something else, another comedy. She turns up and she's hilarious, but I can't remember what it is. That's gone from my brain. So, Tilly, what are you picking for Luke this week? Well, I thought I'd um, give you something really, really, really update. Well, up-to-date. So... Oh, I think the latest episode of Dance Moms, season six, mm. episode thirty-one. Yeah. Okay. Why not? 
six, yeah. episode 31, huh? Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't yeah, quite I... know how they do their seasons, but... I was going to say, is that, like, towards the end of the season? It must be, right? I believe so. It may... Yeah. I don't... Oh, no, there is another one, because there's a next time on Dance Month, but oh, okay. it, we're near I the will... end. All right, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> you sounded so convincing, like yeah. you did something in Glee. Oh, such bad. I love Dance Moms. I have never seen the show as well. Never seen an this episode, is, so. As I knew that, I wanted you to watch it and throwing you in right where it is now, six seasons in. I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's a good pick, Tiller. Yeah. We'll see if I can beat the uh, Clippers dance awfulness. True. Hey, I want to start a club. And if you are a fanboy of me, I'm going to say this word many times during what we're going to talk about now. You need to stop talking to your parents because I'm right and they are wrong and if you listen to them they are a bad influence in your life Taylor. yeah I'm, I'm sure I, I completely believe you and want to join this club isn't there something about they, don't they want to shoot me yes they want to kill you yeah. your oh. parents want to kill you it's really important that you listen to this what are we talking about? We are talking about Stefan Malnew or the Fooing. We are going to talk a little about Stefan Malnew. Stefan Malnew, uh, I found uh, through Luke. Luke introduced me to Stefan. Um, <laughs> Not physically. I hope you've never actually met him. No, no, no. Oh, no, God. No. And uh, he's, um, he's uh, Irish born. Canadian blogger and uh, like according to Wikipedia I'm, I'm just saying this according to uh, Wikipedia he writes on topics including anarcho-capitalism atheism secular ethics right libertarianism cryptocurrencies and family uh, relationships is a self-published author and a podcaster, and he has spoken at libertarian conferences. Molnir has worked in software engineer as a software engineer in the software industry. And, and this guy he... changes his his uh, stance on things so much that all the stuff in this Wikipedia article is probably all out of date because right. of yesterday. Because <laughs> this guy changes his stance every day. It's it's nuts. It it's intriguing to say the mildly because one of his latest YouTube channels are about how he was wrong about being a libertarian. Right, which <laughs> this right here says that he was yeah yeah. So it's it's kind of like. like Every time I wake up, I, I, I think, oh, I wonder what Stefan Molnier is going to, to, to change his mind about today. So he, he's, uh, he's 50. He's, if you haven't seen a Stefan Molnier um, uh, 
YouTube thing. Would you say he's kind of charismatic uh, look? Uh, in like a can- white Canadian guy way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not saying I, there's I, anything, you know, stereotypical about white Canadian guys. No, 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 no. But uh, he 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 draws. He knows. Okay, he knows who he's talking to. He's really good oh, at 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 um, conveying uh, his message. I guess conveying be... his message. Yes. Yeah. I I would say so. And um, and um, uh, sometimes uh, it's it's can be a little hard to understand where his points come from and and when when uh, when people uh, um, attack him uh, uh, or uh, he has kind of a league of fanboys around him that are always protecting him uh, we're not going to call them a cult because we've done so many cults that were actually cults on the show but yeah. it's uh, Internet-y type cult, maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the most yeah. type cults uh, I've been uh, uh, aware of. And uh, he runs this radio channel or this YouTube channel or whatever you, you can uh, call it called Freedom uh, f- Freedom Radio. and um, Freedom Free domain radio, uh, yeah, which is like, it, which kind of is, it's a website that uh, links you to all of, all of his stuff because he's got, like we said, he's got books and podcasts and YouTube videos and whatever else. And, and I that do is, recommend people to check that out. If it's it's not a big page, it's a single page that has links to other things. Right, uh, but it's freedomainradio.com. Uh, so right. For all your and, uh, crazy needs. Uh, yes, for all your crazy needs. Uh, the strange thing about uh, Stefan is that I sometimes really agree with him and think his points are like when he he talk uh, a lot about economic things that I find interesting because he 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 and me we agree with. Uh, that currency is a made-up thing, and 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 I I think uh, I think me and him agree with with many things, but this um, this year he decided maybe for the first time uh, in his channel's history go uh, into politics. He hasn't uh, he hasn't really done that strongly before i remember when i mean he talked a bit he's talked i've I've heard him talk about it in the past but i mean right here uh he's conducted interviews with uh noam chomsky right uh, david friedman right uh, good people uh, and coulter yeah uh, so yeah oh those kind of people on that those uh as far as like that political stuff but he's uh talked to other people about other things uh, yes, uh, uh, right here it says he had Alex Jones on his show at some point. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've actually seen him on the Alex Jones show as well. So these two yeah. guys uh, are they they 
coexist in the same world. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's kind of strange, uh, especially when we we come to other things because he hates conspiracy. Like St- Stefan uh, 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 and and uh, Alex Jones disagree with more things than they agree with. I feel like when I look. Oh uh, yeah, it's. I, I would say probably the reason he's on that show is whether we like him or not. Alex Jones has a lot of people who listen to him. Um, right. Like millions of people. Uh, some of his YouTube videos go up into the, you know, millions and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, he's probably doing it for views more than anything. Uh, but, uh, they, like I said, they kind of live in the same world of, like, cons- not conspiracy, uh, yeah, conspiracy theory uh, and everything else. So, yes. Uh, but, uh, Stefan isn't really trying to, to, uh, uh, give out as much conspiracy theories as Alex Jones. Except this election. Because when when Trump came into uh, the election, then then we saw, a, I would call, a darker and new side of Stefan. Uh, it was almost like he shifted from his like he before. Okay, I have to explain this to Tilly. Okay. Before well, he, you're gonna have to explain it to me too because I don't follow him as closely as you do apparently. Because I right. just watch his stuff when like it'll pop up uh, maybe um, for whatever reason on my on my Facebook uh, right. homepage. And Be- uh, before yeah. this election, he was against partaking in election. Okay. <laughs> Before this election, he was kind of. Uh, it doesn't matter what you vote. Everything yeah. is rigged. Everything is is is. is yeah, they uh, decide, not you, kind of. Yeah, thing. you. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I remember him uh, when Obama and McCain ran. He was like, I, I, I can't remember him having videos up there supporting McCain. Uh, it's in this cycle this time he has gone into politics and and he's really against uh, Hillary and so pro-Trump that everything that is said online or or against Trump he takes up in his channel and makes a big case about it he's a mm-hmm. uh, um, I would call him a Trump fanboy. <laughs> yeah. Again, this term fanboy, and and I I think he he closes his eyes and he's like he's immune to every criticism that 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 Trump uh, people against Trump come with, and they have let some kind of Democrats on the show trying to support uh, Hillary, but then he goes on attack them on a personal level and tries to, like, uh, call them stupid and and kind of uses his intellect because he's fucking smart. He is smart. He, he, he knows what to say in what kind of situation. And that is why he's kind of good at debating. 
that you can see on his channel because he can lay out um, a lot of smack uh, about you in a way to make you feel stupid and he he gets you to to look stupid through what he he's saying so everybody that's supporting Hillary is fucking stupid and everybody that uh, are supporting Trump are geniuses right which we see i mean that's everywhere right now in America that's almost impossible to get away from um if you if you support one or the other uh uh, it's funny for, uh, for me, at least right now, uh, when I say I'm voting for Jill Stein, at least in America, I get attacked more by I don't I've never been attacked by a conservative for voting for Jill Stein. But people who vote for Hillary attack me uh, quite a bit. So <laughs> I, I find that kind of strange. Why but, do you think that is? Uh, I don't I don't think conservatives would take the time to worry about it, maybe. Uh uh, it's not like I don't know. Like I have family members and uh, who are voting for Donald Trump. So, uh, and I've had discussions with them about it, and they never attack me for voting third party. But uh, I think it's the the narrative that's out there that a vote for a third party is a vote for against Hillary. Which, like I said earlier, that's not true. But yeah, right. it's neither against or pro. Right. It's another kind of vote. Uh, it's the narrative that's been created in the media to, that that's, that's what it is. So, uh, but yeah, like, back to St- Stefan. He that he, you know he's going to go into that because it's what's happening in popular culture, which he covers a lot of that in his in his discussions. So right. So uh, then a little time before uh, I uh, started watching uh, a program that um, Luke was uh, also uh, into uh, where uh, it's kind of a documentary team they go out and interview people and they had uh, interesting uh, somewhat interesting art- article or, or kind of documentary about defooing and uh, uh, I have to explain what defooing is, I guess. And it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to explain because it's... actually they have a really good explanation about it on okay. their defoo.org. Right, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of defoo.org, there's the about us. It says our mission is to educate children on the necessity of defooing meaning to ostracize their abusive parents and family. We know that all evil in the world can be prevented through what we call peaceful parenting. Right. Because they are really against uh, hitting your kids. I found that uh, good, of course. You should yep. not hit your kids. Um, um, but yeah. if you have been hit, here's the problem. Here's, here's the thing. If you, shall, if you have been hit by your kid uh, by your parents they think that you should um, take a stand against your parents and completely like shut them out of your life right not uh, when i say abusive uh, that's what they say in this little right but right, right, right abusive to them means a whole lot of different things i guess we'll get into that in a minute though um, so it's also um, because Molnir refers to the family 
that people are born into their family of or origin uh, or foo. So family of origin is foo, the foo part of defooing. <laughs> and Molyneux suggests that family uh, of origin relationship it may not be necessary or be uh, desirable and uh, in some uh, circumstances may even be uh, harmful for individuals that have suffered abused childhood relationship and uh, should never like uh, have that kind of relationship and then like like or defoo so uh, he he views all adult relationship as being voluntary and that's kind of interesting yeah, he's, he's got a point on like a lot of things, but it's he's a bit too extreme. Right. With it, yeah, it gets get I mean. pretty extreme once you start getting into it. Uh, yeah, some ridiculous stuff. It sounds it sounds quite nice and stuff at the minute. It's you know don't don't hate your kids and children of abusive parents and stuff shouldn't be around their family of origin. That that is correct, but. It's all about where you put the markers for what abuse is and what is healthy for a child or an adult. Because we're still, right. we all develop, we can't, our brain's constantly developing, like, till we're dead. And well, let's get into to, that right now. Yeah, I'm just going to say one thing. According to a, a, a 2000 article in The Guardian, both Molnir and his wife has the food. And his wife, we're going to talk a little about uh, later. Uh, if you go to their website and you go to the defoo section, uh, it re- they have a whole list reasons you should defoo. Yes, and the let's first, go. The, you want to go yeah. through that, Fro, yeah. or do you want yeah. me to do it? No, okay. let's uh, let's you go yeah, uh, let's go through it. Okay, uh, the very first one is <laughs> alarming. Yeah. I don't know if they put it first on this list to alarm you on purpose because you get into it, and the other ones are not as crazy as this. But the very first one. Reasons you should defoo if your parent parents have circumcised you. Yes. Now, if you're a woman, definitely. <laughs> but uh, no. But if you're if you're Jewish, like okay, isn't that? I mean, I, okay, that it just there's too much uh, open endedness of that <laughs> to yeah. for it to be. Uh, okay, if they circumcise you when you're 15, all right, I that. I, <laughs> Yeah. If you uh, the next uh, next one, if your parents yeah. have assaulted you, including spanking, slapping, pinching, hitting, uh, if your parents were yelled at you or were verbally abusive, if your parent, which okay, that could be, I mean, that's another interpretation. Like parents yeah. yell at kids, that's like of part course. of parenting. Yeah. Uh, if your parents threaten to abandon you, or uh, if you didn't do what they asked, uh, which, which every parent has had to do in a grocery shop like yes. i'm leaving i'll leave you here i will right, um, right. don't Mommy's make me pull this car over right yeah uh if your parents hold irrational religious beliefs yep uh, if they are for example mormon yeah or well i mean hit, to him irrational religious beliefs could be anything because yeah uh, i mean and i kind of agree with this one this is one of those ones that's kind of 
Like, if you're in a family that's a Scientologist, maybe you should get the F out of there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it also uh, just says, if your parents are irrational, slash hold religious beliefs. So it's any religious beliefs that they talk to you as, a, as if they were fact. That's pretty much everybody everywhere, isn't it? Even if they were atheists. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's all dependent on your view of whatever religion is in your family, I guess, because I wasn't brought up with any religious beliefs. So there you go. Uh, well, I wasn't. I wasn't told to think or believe anything. But you know, I went to a Christian school, so we got taught about Jesus and Moses and things. I yeah, I went to public school, but. Uh, next, if they sexually molested or abused you, uh, I guess that one's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fair that's, dues. That's okay. Uh, if if your parents did not follow moral rules they taught you... Uh, okay. So he got told, do as I say, not as I do, a lot yeah. of times when he was a kid. Uh, if they don't respect your feelings or try to manipulate you, if they have broken agreements they have made with you... Uh, broken agreements they've made with you again goes back to that's just parenting um, yeah. if they don't listen to you and then the last one is if your parents are associated with corrupt people uh, or expect you to be associated with corrupt people what does he define as corrupt people uh, for him he's probably talking about like business relationships so if your father was friends with Donald Trump then probably you want to him. You probably want to be defooing. Yeah, I think I probably would to be fair. <laughs> Everybody be like me. Be like me. Oh, there are um, reasons not to defoo. Oh yes, yep, they let's are. do that as well. Why don't you uh, do that one, Tilly? Okay. Yeah. First one's. If your parents got you immunized to diseases and viruses, this is not abuse. If your I parents agree. physically restrained you from imminent danger, this is not mm-hmm. abuse. Mm-hmm. If your parents refused to give you unhealthy food, this is not abuse. If your parents forced you to brush your teeth, this is not abuse. If your parents <laughs> were unable <laughs> oh no. If your parents were unable to buy you gifts or refused to buy you something you wanted, it's not abuse. If your parents pressured you into getting a basic education, this is not abuse. I want to say, this isn't just me adding that this is not abuse. This is on the end of every thing. Yeah, on every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. If your parents bribed you into doing things, this is not abuse. If your parents held you to contracts you agreed to, this is not abuse. And if your parents do not pay for your college, this is not abuse. Wait, what? Yeah. If they do not pay for your college, it's not abuse. How how rude. However, yeah, it is never was... acceptable to punish your children. Actions have consequences, yes. However, the natural consequences of life are enough for a child to learn and live healthily. This mm. guy was adamantly against uh, Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders wanted free college for everybody. We'll yes. point that out. Yeah. So that is uh, from uh, Defooing. And uh, uh, I said his wife. Uh, his wife is a psychologist and <coughs> lost her license. Because... How did that happen? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Why did she lose her license, you say? Well, defooing 
is not really recommended by people that hold uh, some uh, kind of uh, medical degree or any kind of stature where people would listen to them. She can't go around endorsing it. Because defluing is could be really dangerous. Yeah. Right. This is uh, it's basic. Like uh, go back to Scientology. This is basically like when Scientology tells you to that your um, your family has alien uh, ghosts inside them, and that you can't <laughs> go near them because they have alien ghosts inside them. It's it's Who on the same level. Ghost? Right. Oh, this is great, Doctor Phil quote. You guys see the Doctor Phil quote? On his website. Oh yes, uh, Doctor Phil, know. consider the the uh, the possibility that it may not be healthy to have a, any sort of relationship with your parent. It, it it's a difficult pill to swallow, and it should be used as a last option. However, it may be the option that helps you most. Thanks, Doctor Phil. Yeah. Thanks. He's he's a I... credible source, that Doctor Phil. I have a personal relationship with this. I um, have almost no relationship with my mother. Um, me and my mom, we talk maybe once a month. I try to not talk to her. She 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 drains a lot of energy out of my life. Like yeah. I, I I I would I would say I had I had defooed her. If if you kind of like ask me, have have you done that? Right, and... but it, it, you didn't do it because Devin Molyneux told you to. No, 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 no. no. Yes, no, no. We, it's yeah. same concept, right? We understand. See, that's it's it is one of those things. Some people can't live happy, healthy lives with their family involved. Sometimes right. there's too much water under the bridge. Sometimes you know there's there's other situations and stuff and sometimes it is needed that you have to just draw a line walk away and be like right we'll put that to bed that's just the end of that chapter i don't want to see that person anymore so not not to do it just because this man says oh they they told you off and they slapped the back of your legs because you were going to go and touch a bee like (laughs) that's not a reason to cut all contact with your whole family that just gives you no real support network that has to be there for you your right, friends don't have to be there for you. If you're Jenny from Forrest Gump, then yeah, you maybe maybe this is an option. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Jenny. Yeah, so so we're we're not saying that we are against defooing. I I I am personally not against defooing. I I I I, I with I, within I, reason. Uh, yeah, within reason. Right, the concept. Uh, within reason makes sense in certain situations um but taken to the extreme this could be dangerous yes yes so uh she lost her license because of this there's there's other things we 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 could go into uh but he, here is my my main problem with this Listening to a man, and this are, are, are for every fanboy there, are, like, not to 
look at some kind of logic because somebody tells you to do something is dangerous. Like I don't care if 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 it if it uh, relates to your religion or your parents or whatever it is, but just going after um, like uh, everybody else, like you're a kind of sheep, is dangerous. Uh, I I was a Mormon once, and there's a saying in Mormon culture. When the prophet says jump, you don't ask why, you ask how high. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of, it is that way for many Mormons. They don't ask why, why, how, how, why, why. No, no, but, 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 but. (laughs) Most religion. uh, Most Mm -hmm. religion. And, 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 and this could relate to so many other things i just want to say that they you call have... it faith that's what that's what yes. they call faith yes yes i just want to say that please 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 don't be don't be such fanboys that you close your ears and your eyes for some logic like that's the dangerous thing if you if you cut out logic from your belief that's why I became an atheist uh, because of logic. That's mm-hmm. why why I feel like um, me me and my mom can't talk to each other. It's because of logic. There there's so many things that you have to try to do, and I understand it's hard when you believe every word said from some someone's mouth is is truth. Don't. Don't be a moron. Check the facts. Yeah. yeah I don't look, like the fact at... that this guy... Sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I don't like the fact that this guy is clearly looking to gain off people that had struggled. Because he's clearly targeting and sort of pulling at people's hard string, heartstrings about things that have happened in the past. It may be that, you know, something happened that you blamed your parents for, that it wasn't their fault and you've struggled with it and struggled with it. Getting them out of your life isn't going to help. And just because this guy says, you know, this is the best way to do it, meh, 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 doesn't make it right, doesn't mean it's going to work. You're much better off going and trying to get some therapy or chat to a random stranger online. (laughs) Don't don't necessarily just defoo straight off the bat. Yeah, don't shut down. Don't shut... Uh, don't don't like shut down. That's the problem with defooing as well. If you defoo everyone around you and the only source of your information is Stefan Molyneux, what the fuck do you have left? You have a, yeah. a crazy um, man living in 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 uh, in Canada that that really can't help you. Like he isn't the solution for your problems anyway. Yeah, at that point, that you're that's where we get into this cult aspect that we were talking about once you're in that scenario where the only information you're getting from is this one person who's at the top of i guess the food chain of this uh concept that's that's a cult that's what that is so and with how much it changes as well because if he's changing his opinions all the time and i know loads of his youtube videos get pulled like not long after they've been put up 
Yeah, I mean, he. Uh, the reason he changes his opinions is a lot to do with uh, if he didn't, eventually his his opinions would be proven wrong. So he has to continuously change them so that they're never wrong. That's the way I look at it. But yeah, uh, I agree. And interesting. I, last week we mentioned that this is kind of how this podcast began, and it's kind of how me and Fro met in a way, but not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and this was when Fro was uh, exploring Christianity. And I was an atheist, and I was just kind of giving him some atheist concepts and stuff, like what I thought. Um, not, I wasn't trying to change Fro's mind. I was just no, showing, no, no, no. showing him the other, my side of things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I'd showed him uh, what some some Alan Watts, and I had showed yes. him some. <laughs> uh, I had showed him some uh, other atheist scholars, and he was like, "I've watched all these. I've seen these a hundred times. I know this stuff. This isn't going to change my mind." And I was like, "Well, what about this?" <laughs> What about this guy? And showed him Stephen Molyneux, and he was like, "That's different. <laughs> That's it not... is different. It is yeah. different." And it, and, it, and I, even when I showed it to, to Fro, I said, uh, "I don't believe most of what this guy says, but it's just a different way to look at it." And uh, sometimes that's what you need. You just need a different way to look at things, and you'll see things a lot clearer. So yeah, you need to borrow somebody else's glasses. Yeah, and that right. is the problem with with being a fanboy or 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 uh, a group follower or cheap. If you don't if you don't if you don't try to look outside your society, that that becomes a problem. I mean, yeah, it's again Scientology. Every... Look at yeah. Scientology, and <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what we're so, talking about here. Have you watched the movie this week, Luke? I did. I did not see Finding Dory. I couldn't find Why? I, uh. I couldn't find the time because I had a lot of stuff to watch this week uh. and a lot of news to cover and uh, a lot of stuff that I needed to get done. But I did see Trumpland, which I managed to like squeeze in because uh, it was only an hour long. Uh, I, I It was all right. I was expecting it, was it to be like a regular michael moore documentary and it was michael moore stand-up hour stand-up comedy hour and michael moore not a great stand-up comedian uh but there's some interesting fun stuff in there i guess it's worth a watch i liked it yeah i i liked it it just uh not what i was expecting Uh, so don't expect if you're going into a michael moore documentary and like i said he's not a stand-up comedian so uh i i wouldn't say if i was to rate this on a uh stand-up comedian special uh, this would be way down on those but it's still fun yeah what about you tilly i haven't seen anything either or finding dory why I because i've been really really busy with what and with what with the state of my flat and everything else that i've been watching I've been watching a lot of things, and I forgot. Aww. But how how was it? Is it good? Yeah. How good? Excellent. So this is another thing. I needed you to watch it before I watch it. Because if it was it's crap, then I would have watched it for no reason. I saw your post on Facebook, and Fro said it made him cry, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a tearjerker. Oh, no. So. No, I yeah. don't want to watch it. I don't want to cry again. Still reading from Monsters Inc. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cry with Monsters Inc. Actually. Really? At the end? 
No. There he goes. In, oh, no, that. Oh. And the alternate ending that they've, they've put online. I love the eternal third end. Oh, that killed me. Yeah. I've never seen that. I'll have to go look at that. Monsters Definitely. Inc. Oh, yeah. No, the alternative the alternative ending, yeah. I've seen oh, yeah. Monsters Inc. But... You have to see it. It will make yeah. you cry, though. Yeah. Okay. It will make the hardest man cry. Yeah. Not me. But, yeah, I, I cried watching uh, Finding Dory. Uh Mainly, I think, because she can't remember a thing, and I kind of can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that bad, bro. But um, <laughs> I guess. I guess I no, understand. but you know the feeling when you've forgotten something, and you can imagine how it would be if you were constantly like that. Right. I am yeah. constantly kind of... like that. <laughs> Sorry, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Well, it isn't that bad. It, it can be sometimes kind of irritating for people, especially Luke finds it irritating. Uh, but Only when now, you forget something important. <laughs> yeah. But now we will listen to the audio trailer for Inferno. Hey, Sony, Colombia, imagine. There's a switch. Rome. If you throw it, half the people on Earth will Rome. Die. There's a switch where if you throw it, half the people on the earth will die? They should... Somebody should block that switch. They should put like a little box over it and say, do not touch. Do not press. Just disconnect it, maybe? Do not press this button. I don't know why you would even make that button. What electrician? So, I read this dangerous electrician. I read the book. Um, I have read that this book, no, this movie is nothing like the book. Well, we'll get into yeah. that, that's kind of... Is this supposed to be a puzzle? It was a shit book. Is this supposed to be a puzzle? It's... It's Da Vinci. <laughs> You've done this twice, and you're now still asking whether it's supposed to be a puzzle or not? Get Am I supposed it. to work this out? Insulin so Demon Fire, I liked. Uh, it's the best book. Uh, then... Uh, the Vinci Code, and what they do just... Angel and Demons was such a good book, and I was so anyone. fucking mad at the movie. I think I've only seen the Da Vinci Code, and I can't really remember it. The Da Vinci Code is actually out of the ceiling right there. Is that a person? You don't like a person? Oh, extinguisher to the face. Now is the time. Today is our reboot. Blood. The Vinci Code is actually the best uh, filmation of the books. Inferno. What is this movie about? Famous symbologist Robert Langdon follows a trail of clues tied to Dante, the great medieval poet. Uh, this got really bad score on Rotten Tomatoes of <laughs> yes. 20%. Uh-huh. Uh, 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 21%. Ugh. I can't believe that. Yeah. I kind of can from the reviews that I've read. Well, but... true. Um, my review is from Jacob S. And it's from uh, Rotten Tomatoes. And listen to this beginning. Inferno plot is like M like... M. Night Shyamalan movie on crack. 
I read that and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick this one. This, uh, the story is really dumb and the villain's plan has so many uh, holes in it. You would wonder if uh, they just made this movie based on the first draft to make a, a buck. Readers of the book who hate this story... Uh, oh, readers of the book who hates hate this story won't find the movie to be any better <laughs> and will surely confirm uh, your complaints. The actors aren't bad, but... Even they can't overcome the nonsensical and mudded storyline this movie tries to present. If you're a historian, there's no point of nitpicking how accurate the movie is because everything else is terrible <laughs> enough on its own merits. <laughs> if you you are a moviegoer, you can only hope that this is the last time you ever have to see of Robert Langdon going forward. So, one wow. star. Uh, Luke, you've been on Facebook, I guess. I went to the Facebook page. Oh, um, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan A. Rhonda says, I thought that Da Vinci Code was an insult to the book. That was until I saw Inferno. What an <laughs> insult to a book. The Da Vinci Co- Code movie is Citizen Kane compared to Inferno. Oh, no. That's really terrible. Yep, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Citizen came. Uh, <laughs> what a good movie. Tilly. Well, I got mine from Rotten Tomatoes, because mm-hmm. it's always my favorite. And mm-hmm. Scott H. gave it one star and said, one of the worst movies of the year so far. Its first 20 minutes is deplorable and off-putting as it attempts to place the viewer in Robert Langdon's concussion-suffering head. The acting is horrendous, but the dialogue and script even worse, with a final twist that makes no sense and comes out of nowhere. None of the antagonists act in a manner that makes sense. It's just two hours of random running around that expects the presence of Tom Hanks to fill in the gaps. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny! Oh, wait, wrong (laughs) Should have been watching Gump. So, we have uh, Helen Cell have been uh, a really good Helen Cell. I find found uh, the pay-per-view to be up there, up there in uh, in quality. I I've seen, it. Yeah, I've seen some many posts on another place where we met that uh, did not like it, but I don't care. I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed quite, it. Quite, Sorry. It's kind of mixed uh, in the internet community. Uh, some people really enjoyed it. Some people really hated it. But I think that's always the case with the WWE. So, yeah. But yeah, you can't please everyone all the time. Let's get right into it. Uh, match one: Cedric Alexander, Lince Dorado, and Sakara defeated Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, and Davari in the Ooh, Cedric and Co. pre-show. Yep. That was and, the intro. Yep. And I got Sorry? that wrong. Sorry. Say that again. You and me Never. got. You and me got the point, bro. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, Roman Reigns defeated Rusev for the U.S. Championship. Point for each of you. All right. 
Uh, Bailey defeated Dana Brooke. Oh, we didn't uh, do that because it wasn't no. uh, booked until the next. Oh no, morning. we did. Oh, did we? Yeah. So okay. There's Dana, some of these said... some of these matches that we didn't predict, but uh, maybe that's not one of them. All right. Okay. So who got a point there? Uh, me and Fro. No, me and you. Okay. I was gonna say. Uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the team formerly known as the club, defeated Enzo Cass. And that's Fro and Luke. All right. Uh, Kevin Owens has defeated Seth Rollins. As me and Fro said. And uh, Brian Kendrick defeated TJ Perkins. Is that that's got to be one of the ones we didn't predict? Nope, uh, no, we did. It. Yeah, you guys said Brian, and I said the other one. All right. And the Cesaro and Sheamus defeated New Day. Uh, I was the only one that said that. <laughs> okay. And Charlotte defeated uh, Sasha for the women's championship. And um, yeah, I was the only one that was wrong on that one. <laughs> All right. So what's the overall, Tilly? The overall is, in third place, it's me with four. In second place, it's Luke with five. So, Fro's <gasps> the winner with six. What? Oh. And what? I've got to tell you, I've nicknamed this pay-per-view because it was on Halloween as well. I say I've nicked it. I think Dick said it in a jokey way, but I've totally taken it on. It was Halloween and Halloween. <laughs> Halloween and Halloween. Yeah, it's so yeah. good to say. <laughs> oh, love that! Yeah, we we enjoyed it. <laughs> Yay! Oh, that means that I have to pick something. Uh, yeah, that you got work to do. Work. Yes, uh, that means that uh, I have to uh, talk about something that we are going to do. We are going to do something completely else that I did not tell Luke that I wanted to do. Uh, <laughs> We didn't know who was going to win this, so me and Fro before were talking about if we won, what would we pick? But um, yeah. all right, go ahead, Fro. And we are doing best soda bracket. Best soda what? ever bracket. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, and fun topic. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it, but we should. Pro- I, I don't think you should put Christmas soda in there, Fro, because none of us, neither of us, will have ever had that. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just want to uh, throw that out throwback. there, but uh, throwback. Uh, I love. Throwback. We could make it that we could only choose sodas that do Christmas promotional packs. <laughs> That's, uh, there's nearly all of them. Throwback to old episodes. I love that. Uh, We're not too far away from you having more Christmas soda, right? So I know, I know. I would. Actually... Oh, you could bring some for my birthday. Yeah. Oh. Yes, did you listen to that, Dad? She thinks I'm going to her birthday. That means that I need money to go <laughs> to the UK. Let's yeah. start a, um, what they called? GoFundMe page. Yes, let's yes. do that. GoFundFro to here. Mm-hmm. Just to come to my local pub for my 30th birthday and I've watched the karaoke. Join would... in with karaoke too. Hey, hey, Dilly, I would to. love to come. It would be amazing. I don't have money, but... No, well, I'm... once my teleporter's back up and working again, that's <laughs> it. I'll send you loads of Skittles, and then you can come back on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we will uh, talk about sodas. Sodas. Yeah, 
and that is the best soda in the world, by the way. I I am saying that it's going to win the bracket if you had tasted it. Right. The Christmas soda. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. It's the best soda in the world. That's why you have it at Christmas. Yep. Well, because... I never understood why we have turkey at Christmas. I hate turkey. It's the yeah, worst you... meat. Yeah, you talk about that. I love turkey. Yeah. yeah. I feel I feel like I'm have, having deja vu because we have fucking talked about talked that. about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, times. we're kind of coming back in a circle uh, now that we're after a year. Uh, we're gonna talk about Christmas again. We're gonna talk about yeah. yeah. And I am we're a not... repeater. I forget what we're... I've said. We are not going to talk about the origin of Christmas again. No, but no. We're, we're going to go back through Christmas. Is what I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah. Christmas yeah. is gonna happen. Are you sure? Yes. Well, maybe, if maybe. Trump gets elected, yeah. <laughs> ban all Christmas because he's going to turn green and he's going to be all cr- Grinch-like. And... Oh, that just made my birthday better, though, because my birthday's right near Christmas. Like, yeah, you've not spent all your money on Christmas. Spend it on me. <laughs> <laughs> me, me alone. So, um, Tilly, I have a question for you. Shoot. Um... Do you, you think nakedness in shows are a problem? Uh, it depends what context. Well, for example, Westworld. It kind of a bit overkill, but would have been what it was, <laughs> little, you know. A little overkill. Yeah. It, I, I mean, it's necessary that in them... certain scenes. Uh, yeah. In certain shows and. Like bordellos yeah, like and said. things where they're painted oh. gold and wandering around. That yeah, sort of... Yeah. Well, that's the elaborate bit of the game, if you get what I mean. Right. But right. when they Why do they have to be completely naked while they're lying unconscious? Well, not unconscious, turned off, whatever, in sleep mode. Why are they completely naked then? That's weird. Uh, I find that uh, weirder than the walking around with gold spray. Because that's when they're fixing them up. Yeah, but still, you just, like, cover it up so it's not... I think the idea is it's like a hospital when you go, you know, uh, you have the gown on. But in this case, uh, we've even seen in the part where Ford got all mad at the lab tech for covering up one of the... So I think it's Ford. <laughs> yeah. It's probably Ford. Uh, yeah, they've actually... Oh, yeah, because he doesn't want them to be um, humanized, does he? Yeah. So, talk about Westworld, it's episode five. Yep, uh, we got the lowest Middle. rating ever this week. Um, a little sad. Because, well, mostly because the World Series uh, happened. The World Series think, of uh, what? Of baseball. Um, oh. They, it's not over yet, <laughs> I, I, I believe. I, I don't follow baseball, but it was that day, and it, a lot of people watched it. So it, this was a uh, 1.49 million. Uh, the only... One that's uh, near that is uh, episode two, which was 1.5, which is pretty close still. But uh, huh. yeah, this uh, episode is called Contrapso. Contrapso. So uh, we is get our Spanish? opening. I, I don't think that's a real word, but you can look it up while I'm doing the review and tell me, bro. Um, or not. <laughs> okay. Uh so we get our opening sequence like we normally do, and we got no uh, previously on on this yeah. episode, which I found very strange. Yeah, they were like 
Uh, let's just not do a previously on in this random middle part of the season. Uh, all right. Uh, so we go into cold storage, which we've seen before, and we have Ford talking with Custer, and he tells a story about um, he, he adopted a dog, and it uh, was a greyhound dog. They let it off the leash, and it ended up it ended up killing a cat. Uh, but it's kind of just a weird little creepy story to show you how creepy Ford is. Is really what this was all about. Yeah. Um, Anthony Hopkins is best being creepy. I kind of feel like uh, at, up to this point watching it that they shot all of Anthony Hopkins stuff maybe in one or two days. Yeah. Do you get the fe- that feeling? Because I totally get the feeling that that's what happened here. Um, I understand what you mean, but... Uh, well, they're all kind of in the same... Uh, every time he's in, in in something, it's mostly all in the same location and stuff like that, but there are a few little one side tracks, but mm, not very much. A lot of it, it seems, uh, seems like to me, but again, we're only halfway through. Hard to tell up to this point. So we go to this graveyard, and we have uh, Dolores and William and Logan and Slim. Uh, I guess they're still together, and Dolores has one of her flashes... Uh, and we see, like, a church, which we've kind of seen before, uh, but they, we get a really good look at this church this time. And we're... This graveyard is overlooking uh, Pariah, which is the town that I couldn't remember the name of last last episode. I just remember that it was a town started with P. We find out, name. Right. Pariah, uh, if anybody doesn't know, I guess, uh, it means outcast or a uh, member of the lower class uh yeah so somebody that's status, kind of yeah. shunned you know they are exactly. they're a pariah if they're living on the outskirts of the normal of the normal whatever. that's yeah. yeah exactly uh and logan even says it's the city of outcasts delinquents thieves uh whores and murderers Woo-hoo! and he looks really excited about Woo-hoo! this <laughs> And we get our kind of walk through the city, and you can tell this is a very dangerous place. There's uh, people just kind of having sex in the middle of the street, and got As really do. drunk people all over the place with the guns, so that's safe. And um, <laughs> here we find out that Logan knows uh, about Arnold dying, but he doesn't know Arnold's name, and he says uh, that the park is losing money, uh, and that he's looking to buy them out. That's what we've learned here is that yeah, Logan wants to buy Westworld. I think that's um, interesting. Oh yes. Right. If you don't know what's going on yet, uh, in from this episode, uh, go back and rewatch some stuff because they basically gave away a lot in this episode. If you're really paying attention. Yes, they Which did. I, I'm, I'll say this now before we really get deep in this review. I'm not going to spoil that, that, even okay. though um, there's things that uh, we'll talk about that are dead giveaways, um, yep. we're not going to talk about it. So uh, William asks uh, about these guys who are uh, walking down the street, and we find out they're the Confederados, which is a funny name. Uh, fun to say, I guess. And they're ex-Confederate soldiers that are tur- turned mercenaries and... Logan says that they're the key to the ultimate game in Westworld uh, of war. War. Uh, we go to the man in black and Lawrence and Teddy 
and uh, Teddy is on uh, a horse, but he's like basically dying and he's bleeding out. Uh, and the man in black says he needs him to find Wyatt. Like Teddy is his key to getting to Wyatt. And Lawrence says uh, there's here healers in Pariah, uh, but th- we probably won't make it uh, in time. But you know to save T- Teddy's life. And now we have little Ford showing up, who we've seen before. Um, and he just randomly shows up. But I guess uh, kind. We'll talk about it later. Why I think he showed up here. But uh, do you think? Do you think? Uh... Uh, because we, we saw him with Anthony Hopkins, right? That's when we saw him before. Yeah. Right. It, Do you, yeah. Yeah. Do you think this could be Anthony Hopkins as a little child? Again, think... uh, this was when you weren't here doing the when you had to leave early because you had to sleep. Uh, we right. already, yeah, we already said that we thought it was. Yes. Right. I think, uh, yeah. Like you said, I was asleep then, but but it it it's it's kind of strange for me to 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 look at him and and think he could be somebody else than than Anthony Hopkins as a child, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's just kind of what we um, assumed because of the accent and the outfit. Uh, he's a little British boy in Westworld, which is kind of out of place, except for. Uh, especially when he's in the middle of the desert, and then the outfit kind of it reminded me of what Anthony Hopkins wears. Mm. Uh, yeah. Anthony Hopkins wears. I mean, um, but then the guy that created it, that's dead, that created it with him, that's dead. We, we don't know where he's from or what. That's true. He it could be Arnold. Or sounded like it could be Arnold as a right. younger form that he can completely control. Because mm. when we originally had said it was Doctor Ford, Arnold, we didn't know anything about Arnold, so yeah. that's very possible. But at least for this review, I'm going to call him, uh, yep. so. Oh. <laughs> that's what I call him, Little Ford. Even in my notes, that's what I wrote. Um, so he shows up and he asks uh, if they're lost. And the man in black sends him uh, to get water for Teddy because Teddy looks like really bad. And at this point, the um, man in black says, it basically tells uh Lawrence uh, his whole plan and he says I th- basically that I thought I needed you uh, but it turns out what I need you for is for Teddy and he cuts the uh, Lawrence's throat and he hangs him upside down and drains all of his blood into a bag yeah that took me by surprise right I, I, told, I understand where they're, where they're going with it um, but it definitely was surprising. It was kind of out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So we go back to the body shop and the two lab techs that we saw earlier. Uh, they're fixing Maeve again. And here we have them arguing about sleep mode again, about uh, whether they had put it in sleep mode or not. And I wrote here, if you take your host on an airplane, do you have to put it in airplane mode? Uh, uh... <laughs> One last. Uh, 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 funny jokes. Uh, so one of the lab techs, uh, ha- he's got a dead bird, and he's hiding it in this cabinet. And I'm like, okay, he's got a weird. Uh, all right, whatever. For some reason, yeah. he's got a dead bird. Uh, so we go back to the man in black, 
and dead bird. <laughs> right. Well, it looks like a dead bird. Uh, the man in black uh, is with Teddy, and Teddy wakes up, and this is where the man in black ver- basically tells Teddy everything about Westworld. But you know, Teddy is a host, so he doesn't absorb any of it because he's uh, designed not to. But he even says uh, that Teddy used to be mechanical when the man in black first came there but that uh, he says your humanity uh, is more cost effective than if you were to be a real robot which would cost a lot more for the people who own you yeah mm. so the reason westworld turned into these biological creatures is because of money which yeah, is kind of a, yeah is a running theme of this show so so we find out the man in black did a basically did a blood transfusion uh, into Teddy using Lawrence's blood. And that's why he was collecting it up. And the man in black tells Teddy that uh, Wyatt has Dolores. So trying to get Teddy to take him to him. And little Ford shows back up and uh, he basically has no emotion. Uh, The fact that Lawrence is there bleeding, hanging upside down from this tree. This little kid is like, has no uh, facial emotion about it at all. <laughs> we go back to Pari- Pariah, and Dolores has another flash. And William and Dolores talk about uh, changing their life, and Dolores asks William about the real world, because uh, William mentions the real world, and William says, aren't you not supposed to notice those kind of things? And she says, Obviously, she says she did. And here we get a Day of the Dead parade uh, walking through town, which is very well timed for when this episode came out, the day before Halloween. Yeah, uh, good work, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well done. I think that <laughs> kind was of, on purpose, yes. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, yeah, definitely. I'm sure they knew when this was going to come out and everything. Um, and it was kind of, just kind of cool because we talked about Day of the Dead a little bit last week, so I thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. And Logan uh, comes up to them and says uh, they're going to meet up with Elizo n- n- tomorrow, uh, which we knew we, t- we heard about Elizo last episode from Slim, and that it's Slim's boss. Uh, and Dolores now she's watching the parade and she sees herself walk by in the parade. This was weird. Very and she tries creepy. to catch up with herself, uh, but she kind of. Um, goes into shock oh she gets overwhelmed by everything it seems and she passes out that's what it seems like at least yeah and she wakes up or she and next scene we're in dr ford's office and dr ford is inspecting dolores and ford asks if dolores uh remembers arnold at all and here we find out yeah that arnold created dolores ford didn't create dolores it was arnold yeah. And Dolores sense. says, she... "Oh, go ahead. Sorry." So I was just saying, it's making more sense now that she's the one that started, you know, sort of remembering things. Oh, yeah. Right, right, totally. Um, which uh, last episode, I believe, or uh, well, yeah, I'll get into it in a second. Uh, he, she says she doesn't remember Arnold at all. Um. And he, he asks her if Arnold's been talking to her, uh, which we know this from Walter. If you remember the scene with Walter killing all the other hosts and he was 
uh, Elsie was watching it, and we heard him uh, talking, talking to, to yeah, talking to Arnold. He kept saying Arnold's name and saying, "Why are you trying to? What are you trying to say to me?" and whatnot. So we know that Arnold is talking to some uh, hosts at least, and he wants to know if Dolores is talking to him. And uh, Del- he kind of goes into her her, uh, her mode that they use to uh, see what's going on with these uh, creatures, I guess. And she says that her last contact was with uh, Arnold 34 years ago. <laughs> so we find out that this was the exact day that Arnold died. This was the day that was the last contact she had with him. So that's interesting. The very uh, Maybe the last... Uh, person or host that Arnold was around may have been Dolores is what I'm assuming Mm -hmm. Uh, and here we find out that Arnold told Dolores she was going to help uh, him destroy Westworld is basically what we find out and uh, we kind of get the same ending of a scene we've seen before because uh, Dolores says, are we old friends again? And Ford says, I wouldn't say we're friends, Dolores. I wouldn't say that at all. Which we've heard <laughs> like that. It. We've heard that line already, so that's cool. Yeah, and I love um, that line. Right. And so Ford leaves, and Dolores says, uh, just out loud to herself, he doesn't know, I didn't tell him anything. So we go back to the body shop. Obviously, I, wouldn't you assume she's talking to Arnold? Yes. Right? That was obviously assumption. Uh, we go back to the body shop, and the lab tech uh, brings the dead bird back to life. He's using one of the little tablets that Elsie and Bernard have. And we find out that he stole this bird and tablet, uh, or he says he's borrowing it. But uh, we see Maeve is getting pulled, uh, pulled back into the body shop, and the other lab tech is kind of dogging this guy for trying to uh, improve his career because he's trying to learn how to program these uh, hosts by programming, starting little, basically, by programming a bird and trying to work his way up. And the other guy says, you're a butcher. That's all you'll ever be. Uh, That's all you are. That's all you'll ever be. So he's kind of being a jerk to this guy, I thought. Yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah. So we go back to Pariah, and we finally meet Elizo. And Eliza looks up, and it's Lawrence. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Didn't I mention last episode, I was like, Lawrence said something about Pariah, and Slim said Eliza lived in Pariah. Maybe they have the same boss. I was kind of right. Yeah, sort of. Uh, so Dolores uh, flashes again, and she goes into like her crazy eyes, which we've seen before. And she says she's uh, she's looking for something and that she knows Eliza is looking for something, too. And so Eli- she basically convinces Eliza to give them a chance. And he tells them that the Confederados are trying to steal a shipment of explosives. And um, that if they get it, he'll he'll help them out. So we go to the uh, you, the Union robbery. So now Dolores is all changed into different clothes. She's not in her uh, dress anymore. She's dressed in bandit clothes, with, and they all have uh, bandanas on their faces. They hold up this uh, wagon. It's got Union soldiers on it, and they don't want to – they're trying to rob it without killing anybody. They're trying to be nice. 
Right. Uh, but it basically goes horrible, horribly wrong because Logan is a huge jerk and idiot who yeah. <laughs> almost gets uh, he almost gets choked to death. It seems like, but William shoots uh, the guy in the back, and this is uh, the first person we've seen William shoot because if you remember when they went to capture Slim, he hid behind the bar while everybody yeah. else was shooting, and Slim. Think- yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, do you think that could be a sign of what's to come? Uh, yes. I, um, well, yeah. Uh, not to give too much away, but um, it seems like this is the, he he this is the first person he's killed, and we he'll we get him killing another person later, which we'll talk right. about. But uh, even then, he can't he, he doesn't end up kill he can't kill everybody. So, but we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, well, uh, during this robbery, Slim ends up getting shot uh, and he gets killed. And we go back to Pariah and they bring the wagon back to Elizo and Elizo sells it off to the Confederados. And before the Confederados could take off with it, Elizo says, why don't you stick around for a while? I'll show you a good time. And these three naked women painted all in gold uh, just walk up. Um, gold ladies, yeah, as it, you do. Uh, yeah, uh, James Bond. Anybody? Gold. Yeah. Team? Uh, so uh, at the lab, Elsie is fixing a bartender, who's again naked, but and they have to point out that uh, his the size of his manhood, which they've done multiple times in this uh, show. I don't know what their deal is with that, but. Uh, Maybe two texts. they are uh, Donald Trumping it. Right? <laughs> Donald Trump. That would be so funny if in the background of one of the shots is like a secret little Easter egg that none of us noticed that it's like a Donald Trump post <laughs> somewhere. So funny. Uh, so yeah, she's trying to fix this bartender and two texts roll by with the stray from uh, last episode who smashed his head in and they say they're taking it to the incinerator and Elsie's like, fuck this <laughs> so yeah. she follows them because she wants to know like they're gonna burn all the evidence is what it comes down to of, a, of something that tried to kill her yeah so we go to the body shop and Elsie basically blackmails this other tech who we've never seen before uh into giving her a chance to check out the stray before they burn it uh by blackmailing him with like a he was uh, a sex tape that she found of him having sex with, uh, with a host that was shut off yeah, um, so so a bit necrophilia so, type. Yes, yeah, uh, I was just going to say that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's really it's a weird gray area because if you think they're humans, yes, but if you're Doctor Ford, maybe not. You see what I'm yeah. saying? And I suppose yeah. blow up dolls and things just be a really realistic blow up doll. Oh yeah, like what do they call the real dolls or whatever they're called? Yeah, I've, I'm not sure, but those those. Those, Those things. things. <laughs> right. uh, so Elsie goes into the incinerator room and she inspects the stray. And she finds this weird laser pointer in his hand. Um, and we go to Bernard's office. And Elsie walks into Bernard's office and she shows this laser pointer to Bernard and tells him it's a satellite uplink and that somebody has been smuggling info out of the park using the stray. What? And 
and uh, we find out that the reason that um, the constellation he was drawing has an extra has an extra star in it or point is that that's where he that's the map of where he's supposed to point this uh, um, the satellite uplink. So it it all it all kind of connects there. So we go back to Pariah, and this is where we get our crazy nine, uh, nine Inch Nails playing here, and we have this massive orgy happening. That's like a yeah. Roman Roman orgy looking thing. A really big orgy. It, yeah, it was. Um, well, worse than Game of Thrones, I'd say. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. Because oh, this is HBO, so they can kind of get away with a lot more. But um, this, like you said, it just went a little overboard. Like it, it was a, a point where I was like, "Enough is enough." I get it. Yeah. Like, you made you made your point. You say, yeah. "Like that's fine." But um, yeah, yeah, you only sort of need enough that you would have got. Say, if you walked in, saw it, went, "Oh," and then left. You don't need right. any more than that, really. <laughs> yeah, somebody's coming down around. and going, oh, and then leaving. Yeah, we stick around in this room for, like, a good long while in the scene. Yeah. And then and come wander back. wander around. Yeah. Walk around it and then leave. Um, I feel like this camera's being held by a pervert. But, I mean, the, there's been no shyness of nudity up till now. Uh, yeah, even with the posts, so. This was just, like, a lot of it. Um, so William is like upset about, uh, this whole confederado thing. Cause he doesn't want to go to war like Logan does. And we find out here that Logan is not only, um, William's brother-in-law, but he's his boss and that William works for Logan. Uh, and William gets really mad about, uh, Logan basically calling him a peon and attacks Logan but he, he's not going to do anything because William, you know, he's kind of a peace-loving guy. He doesn't want to go to war. He doesn't want to fight Logan. Uh, that's, you know, that's the character of William. So yeah, when a nice guy. Yeah, right. I like he's him. The nice guy, totally. But I don't like him. I like him, but I don't. But I, but I hate him. Um, when he turns around, Dolores has kind of wandered off, it seems like. So we have Dolores walking down this hallway... Uh, where we have more orgy happening, and she finds this red curtain, and behind it is a fortune teller. And uh, she picks out a tarot card, uh, tarot card, uh, and it's got a picture of the maze on it. And when she looks back up, the fortune teller has turned into her, into Dolores. And uh, she says, what's going on in the... Uh, well herself, I guess, her second self, says, perhaps you're unraveling. And Dolores starts to pull this string that's, like, hanging out of her forearm, and uh, it starts to rip, like, her skin apart. And she, then she looked all not real. It was all kind of, like, in her mind. But did you guys kind of get the connection? I, I think I understood the connection that was happening here. Well, yeah. She's. I'm guessing she's got one of those satellite uplink things in her arm, like the other well, guy did. Right. That's what I yeah. was thinking. Yeah. Totally. Because it's kind really? of in the same exact spot. That yeah. Makes sense. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I, oh. 
yeah, they it, they did a good job of not like overtly making pointing it out. Uh, they did it yeah. in a way that made made you think, but it was kind of cool. Uh, who knows? We could be wrong, but so yeah. Dolores runs out of here after this happens because she's freaked out, and she finds Elizo in an alleyway, and he's got the explosives, the nitroglycerin uh, that they stole, and he's filling up Elizo's dead body or filling up Slim's dead body uh, with with it. Uh, basically, they're making a bomb out of Slim's dead body. Um, nice. And Dolores runs back to William to uh, warn him that uh, Eliza is double-crossing them and that they need to get out of there immediately. And the, this is the first time we get Dolores and William kissing. Uh, so that was kind of an uh, interesting spot. It just it, we've been waiting for it to happen for a while and we all yes. knew it was going to happen and here here it happened um, their first kiss is in the middle of a huge orgy so not maybe the most romantic spot to have your first kiss <laughs> but that's fine uh, the confederados now find out that uh, the nitra has been stolen because they drop one of the bottles and it it, uh, it had been replaced by tequila I think is what Eliza had put in there so they find out and they Obviously, they blame Logan because he was the one that went and got it for him. And they start beating the crap out of uh, Logan. And he's, like, all chained up and they're kicking the crap out of him. William sees this and just says, basically says, screw you, Logan. Yeah. And Logan well, he just kind of deserve a kick in. Right. Especially after how he's treated uh, William up to this point. Yeah. But when he's walking away, if you kind of... Right as he's walking away from Logan, Logan has kind of a little smirky smile on his face. Did you guys notice that? No. No. Like was... They like they're beating him up and they do a close up on Logan's face. And right before he gets punched in the face and goes out of frame, uh, he has this little kind of smirky smile like, oh, I've turned I've turned William to the dark side because he's leaving yeah. me to die. Yeah. Uh, so we go. Interesting. So Dolores and William are now running through Pariah, and Dolores uh, they get cornered by the Confederados, and uh, William shoots one but gets jumped, and then Dolores ends up shooting them all in like two seconds, like expert marksman time to shoot this many people. Uh, Teddy did a good job training her, apparently. Yeah, because she couldn't pull the trigger before. She couldn't even. Right. Well, she yeah, can do anything. She Except wouldn't. for when she killed Tenderloin. But yeah. Yeah. But at, before that, she couldn't. She had no concept of how to pull a trigger. But now she's an expert marksman who can kill, what was it, four guys in maybe like less than three seconds? So yeah. Like she's now a sharpshooter. Yeah. So the two of them, uh, they, there's a train leaving town and. Uh, they try to escape on the train and they're, I love this part because I was like they running to catch the train the train's almost getting away from them they just catch it and they just get on the train just in time and when they get in the train Elizo is in the train <laughs> like ah oh, crap and eliza has got a gun already pulled on him so they were trying to get away but they basically ran right into the, another trap uh, and we find out that uh, the coffins that uh, were uh, they loaded them onto this train so they're not going to shoot each other because uh, Slim's body is there and is filled with the nitroglycerin 
And uh, this is the part where Eliza says, now that we're friends, you can call me Lawrence. So we find out that Eliza is Lawrence. It's not only, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like his alter ego type. Yeah, this is something where, go back and watch other stuff. I don't want to give too much away about what I what's going on here, but yeah. Pretty obvious thing happening right here. Right here. <laughs> right here. Yeah, uh, and we kind of do a pan back of Slim's coffin, and there's a picture of a maze on Slim's coffin. And a really cool, again, watch the scene, but uh, the coffin's sitting there, and uh, Dolores is standing there, and she says, I'm coming. But they, they shoot it in a way where... Uh, She's there with uh, Eliza or Lawrence, I guess, and William. And then when they cut to the other shot, it's her all by herself in the train. Very much like the train in the very first episode with Teddy and how the people changed in the train. Does that make hint, sense? Hint, yes. Hint, hint. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go to the man in black again with Teddy. And they show up at it like a bar. It's kind. Of, it's not. It's not the bar that we normally talk about as the bar, but it's a bar somewhere in Westworld. And Doctor Ford shows up at this bar. And I was like, "What? This is weird." And the man in black uh, tells Doctor Ford he's been looking for the maze, and that this is where we find out that the man in black is the person who stopped Arnold from destroying Westworld. That's what he says. Which is why he's getting, you know, red carpet rolled out for him. I guess, yeah, not, yeah, that seems like that. Not only the, and the reason that he's been around for so long and the reason that he wants to get to this maze is because of, he, he's one of the only people that knows about Arnold, obviously. So, yeah, that's why he wants to do this. And the man in black pulls a knife on Ford and says, what, I wonder what I'd find if I cut you open. And, Teddy stops him because the probably Teddy's programmed to stop him. And Ford says that he's not trying to stop the man in black, which I found that weird because why is he here? I guess we never found out why he came there. Just he wanted to talk with the man in black, I guess. Yeah. Find out what, what was going on. So we go back to the lab, uh, the lab in the body shop and we have our lab tech who's working on the bird again. And this time he, uh, he kind of makes he brings the bird to life better than he he did before. He kind of did it before, but this time the bird starts actually flying around the room. And Maeve is still in this room, uh, getting ready to be fixed or whatever. And the bird's flying around the room, and the tech is like f- watching the bird fly around the room, and he's super happy because he's you know he's gotten to the point where he can program life. He's basically become God. Imagine how mm. excited you would be if you all of a sudden could just create life. That would be pretty oh, exciting. God, yeah. um, I guess it would be like being a mother for the first time bearing a child, kind of, in a way. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it flies around the room, and as he's turning around looking at it, uh, flying around, the bird lands on somebody's hand, and Maeve is sitting there, sitting up, looking at him, and she says, Hello, Felix. It's time we had a chat. And we go to credits. <laughs> Which we never knew this guy's name was Felix. Probably not important for the future. Probably still just going to call him Lab Tech. But great ending. Very cool. Uh, it's clear that Maeve has just been paying attention to everything that's been going on in this room. So, oh, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's a very intelligent host. <laughs> so, uh, honestly, I would say this maybe isn't my favorite episode. Oh, no. Uh, it was, was a bit rambly, uh, a bit... It seemed like they were missing a few things here and there. Like, maybe oh, yeah. they cut, cut out certain parts, maybe? I don't know. But, uh... But I'm still interested. Oh, definitely. Just the other episodes were so amazing that this one is probably on the lower end of uh, the episodes we've seen so far. So. Yeah, I agree with that. It's it's not bad or anything. It's not like a, an awful episode or anything, but it's just not been as good, especially not as good as last week. Oh, definitely really enjoyed not. last week. I agree. So that was Westworld. Um, well, since we are halfway, uh, we are going to, after we, we've done this, actually, we're going to try to decide what to do next. If you out there have an idea what we should do after Westworld, please comment or send an email to another digital citizen at gmail.com. Uh, or go on our Facebook group and just tell us what we should watch. And maybe we'll take that into consideration. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. We can't watch something if we don't know about it. No. So well, let us know. Let us know. Uh, hey, it's uh, Part uh, five of my favorite new thing that we are doing. Choose your own adventure. Part five. It's so adventurous. Yes. Are we still going to the nuclear place? We are. On, on our way. Yes. Hope Actually, we don't I get gr- I had to like grab radiation the book. poisoning. I, right out of my reach. Um, yeah, we're going to the volcano this mm. episode, I believe. Oh, I'm scared, guys. Don't let me fall in and burn. <laughs> so I'm going to turn page 64. Okay, Mrs. Thornberry, lead the way. I'm for the old terra firma myself. Right, me too. The firma, firma the terra, the better for me. Ah, that's <laughs> so funny. Uh, that's, uh, uh, funny. <laughs> uh, the nuclear scientist mumbles to himself as he fusses with a miniaturized hypersensitive Geiger counter. Geiger counters, those are, that's relevant. Uh, The ground is cooled lava. It's smooth as glass in some places, while in others, it's rough, uneven and sharp. Who is responsible for this nuclear setup here, Mrs. Mrs. Thornberry? That's a question we've asked in the past. Um, Hard to tell. It's a group of business associates, very, very wealthy people from all over the world. They're beyond the law on this hunk of rock, and it's their own kingdom. But what do you think they do with all the energy? We think it has something to do with a new orbiting satellite. Uh, but that, my friend, is what we're here to find out. You nod. These people must have massive resources to be able to build a nuclear power plant on such a remote island. Toward noon, your search party suddenly breaks through the clouds into clear, hot sunlight. High above you, perched on the side of the volcano, is an immense geodesic dome. Uh, Next to the dome is a helicopter pad with two large uh, sky crane helicopters and three small high-speed jet copters. Five armed men stand by the helicopters. 
Gotta go to page 70. Wow, look at that, you exclaim. Mrs. Thornberry grabs you by the shoulder and pulls you down. Shh, she hisses. Do you want those creeps to know we're here? I guess we're hiding from these people. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Segura is is gibbering to himself and pointing at the Geiger counter, which is clicking away like popcorn uh, popping at full blast. The dials have spun all the way to the maximum. There is a meltdown at that uh, at the plant. I know it. Those idiots built on the side of a volcano. It's huge, and it's melted down the magma layer. It will keep going into the... Uh, it will keep going until it enters the Earth's core. What's he talking about, Mrs. Thornberry? You ask. She tries to calm. She tries to calm the old man down, but he won't listen. Instead, he runs madly up the steep slope towards the dome. The guards haven't spotted him yet. Decision time. Okay. It, do you run after him? No. Uh, oh. Or do you decide? Or do you hide? Thinking that it that it's impossible to catch him in time. Hi. So of course. Yeah, I don't want to follow I'm, him. Yeah, I'm not that fucking stupid. Okay, uh, we'll go with hide then, and that will not be next time. Yeah, uh, especially if it's if it's this, the big meltdown going on, we want to go yeah. the opposite way. Right, but he's running towards them, and the guards haven't seen you, so there is a chance you could get him back before the guards see you. But you might also get caught by the guards. So I think yeah. hiding is probably the best choice. Yeah. Yeah, because if we go after him, we'll, it'll make noise. And then we'll yeah. all get seen by the guards. I, Maybe I, he I, can get up there and do something. Yeah, either that or, like, it mentioned earlier that uh, it's rocky and dangerous to walk on. So that may be, if you run after him, maybe you'll yeah. fall. Who knows? Yeah. Oh. Maybe. Uh, let's be safe. <laughs> yeah. Better safe than sorry, as they say. Yeah. Okay, right, next week we will hide. Chances. It's not really the best. Uh, usually we get a better cliffhanger ending to these, but hiding. Will right. we be spotted or not? <laughs> we are hiding. Um, have you read the book this week, Tilly? No. But if you okay. want to read something, and let's say. Yeah, you want to read the Bible? Do you really want to read it with your eyes? No, no, because no. you know, having to wear your glasses and stuff, and Ugh. making sure that there's enough light and Ugh. turning the pages all the time, Ugh. and then the books sit on your shelf and get all dusty. And you can't do anything else while you're reading a book either. Ugh. You just have to sit reading a book. Why, is there some sounds... kind of alternative? That sounds horrible. Yeah, do you know what? I could make a thing that goes into your ear and tells you the things that says things on the pages. <gasps> a bit like a Babel fish from Hitchhiker's uh, Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, kind of, but a book in your ear. Wow. Yeah. You can go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen and you can look out look up what this means for you and get do you know what? Do you know what? You can get a free book. A free oh my book. god. Yeah. So oh my the, god. did you say 
audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen? Uh, yes, I did. Right, I'll have to make sure I uh, check that one out. Get yeah, a free book that. for In My Ear Rolls. Yeah, like a Babel fish. Yeah! Mm-hmm. But not like a Babel fish at all. Yeah, well... I don't know if you were reading a not trend. A digital, and it is not a digital citizen does not condemn putting things in your ear that you don't know what it is. Yeah, don't put <laughs> fish in your ears. Don't just don't put any fish in your ears. <laughs> Full stop. Don't don't put things in your ears. <laughs> do, you have, do you have something you want to plug, my friend Luke? Uh, just westcoastwrestlingconnection.com. Go check out the TV show. Do you know what I? was watching that and do you know what i saw somebody's name in the credit i knew of isn't that oh, really? strange that's yeah. strange because huh. i work for them so yes yeah. it's, it's almost like it said luke <gasps> so so why don't you t- take uh, like next time you work for them what i want you to do is take with you a sign that says another, another digital citizen and give it to some of the people. Somebody that's in the crowd? There. Yeah. Okay. And okay. then you film them, okay? Uh, well, well yeah, yeah I'll, we'll see what happens. I'll try that. I, I never <laughs> thought yeah. of it before. It's kind of a good idea. It's yeah. a really good idea. It is a good idea. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug, my friend Tilla? Uh, don't put fish in your ears. <laughs> If you do put a fish in the air, you can go to another podcast and actually hear uh, me talking about other things with your working air because your other air will, will be full of fish. <laughs> um, you can uh, you can listen to me talk about South Park on uh, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast where we are just released our Halloween uh, special episode. Spooky fish. <laughs> Spooky mm-hmm. fish. Spooky fish. Uh, next week we will talk about the end of the world, or uh, as I call it, US, or as other people call it, US presidential election. I'm so happy that this is going to be the last, or am I happy? Uh, depends. Uh, we are going to torture Luke with some dance moms. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are talking about what? Polybius. Polybius, okay. And what is that? Uh, it's a video game conspiracy. Uh, that's Ooh. really interesting. A lot of, er, it's like a video game urban legend that's actually um, based out of Oregon. Uh, interesting love, yeah. but it's all through popular culture, and there's a lot of really fun conspiracy theory things we can look into about it. So. And uh, we are going to have a review of uh, the next movie I'm going to see in the cinemas next week. So I probably have seen this when we're going to talk about it. It's Doctor Strange. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Cool, yeah. And we will do Westworld episode 6, because that comes after 5. <laughs> Yay, counting! Yay! Counting! So, from USA, from UK, and Norway, this has been another Digital Citizen. Goodbye, everybody.
Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye, citizen.